Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Let's get to the North Oza Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline and get to John Costco of Pro Football Focus. What's going on, John? Not much, G. Bush. How you doing, my man? Hey, man. Good to talk to you, man. Good to talk to you. You've been out here vacationing a little bit, feeling good, uh, getting back out there, and um, much well-deserved vacation time for you, my man. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, yeah, did a couple of weeks driving round trip out to Washington State uh, with the family. Uh, it was good. So a good time to some, some relaxing, but 72 hours of uh, <laughs> driving is, is a bit much. <laughs> That is kind of crazy, right? That's not. That's kind of nuts. <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm glad you, glad you came back refreshed and uh, hopefully um, ready for this long haul with football season coming up here in, in a couple months. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, we're all looking forward to that, right? Yeah, no, nah, definitely, definitely. It's 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 one of them double edged swords where it's kind of like you want to enjoy the summer, but you kind of want to fast forward everything. You you're like. Can I have both? And it's like, no, you can't have both. You, either you got summer or you got football, either or. So we we, we all go through that. Um, you know, let's talk a little bit about this. And, and I'm, I'm going to open this up really. I'm going to open it up for you like I open it up for everybody. Um, I've been talking about this on the show. Um, Nick um, Chubb and Kareem Hunt um, are obviously a, a dynamic duo in the backfield. Kareem Hunt was uh, at his football camp in Willoughby South. And he just said, listen, pay him. Pay him. You got to pay Nick Chubb, right? Um, you're looking at the stats and you're looking at um, what it exactly they, they bring to the table. And, and, and you know, you look at the yards and the combination of yards and, and the pro football focus grades. And, and I threw this out to the audience. Is the reason the Browns' dominant rush, running game is it because of the, the dynamic and unique skill sets of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt? Or is it because of the offensive line? What do you say? I mean, it's a combination of the two, but the, the driving force behind a, any good rushing attack is, is the offensive line and the scheme that the coaches deploy. Um, you look at the Cleveland Browns offensive line, it was the number one offensive line in the NFL last year. Uh, as, as a run-blocking unit, they've been really solid for a number of years now. You've had a, an interior offensive line you know, anchored by J.C. Trevor and, and Joel Batonio. Both. And Joel Batonio is one of the, the best all-around all guards in the NFL. He's consistently been that. Uh, J.C. Trevor has been a solid run-blocker throughout his career, and they've had pieces there. I know that the, you know, the, the tackles are new last year, but and, you know, uh, 
White Teller was new last year, but they were all dominant run blockers. And that's what drives that, that bus. And, yes, the, the Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt are the number one t- running back tandem in the NFL, you know, according to our grades, according to all the metrics we have. Um, but the driving force behind any rushing attack is, is that offensive line because if you can't, if you can't make the lanes happen, they're going to have to make, make guys miss, and you can't make somebody miss every single rush. And uh, they're the ones that are able to, to move, move things forward for, for the running attack. You know, I, you know, when we look at it, um, you know, I, I always say it is a it is, it is a combination of things, right? Um, there is a combination of, of things that make the rush running game going. Um, however, um, usually there's there's predominantly one thing that's a catalyst um, that makes the things uh, really explosive or really is the main ingredient as to why something uh, is elite. And when you look at it. Um, you got Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, right? And, and those are two guys with, with uh, unique skill sets. And if you look at them individually, um, both of those guys are ranked pretty high in terms of, of pro football focus in their grades. Um, if you wanted to analyze this uh, and you wanted to figure this out, if you put I, – I, we, we do this a lot. If we put, say, the next few running backs um, that you guys have ranked in the top five, um, behind this offensive line, what do you think their production would be? Do you think they would have pretty much the same production or better and pr- better production uh, behind the Cleveland Browns offensive line? Um, or do you think it's just, um, you know, or do you think that that Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt um, are maximizing that because of what their skill sets are? So j- in case, you know, you look at a guy like Derrick Henry or, Alvin Kamara or or guys like Christian McCaffrey, um, do you think those guys would have the same level of production and success behind this line? Yeah, absolutely. There's there's no question about that. And you can go with even guys like, you know, Aaron Jones, Quan Barkley, uh, Dalvin Cook, um, even like Ezekiel. You know, you go and you can go down the list, and these guys would be able to have really successful running production behind this offensive line. Um, and even even guys that are lesser lesser known uh, would still have really solid production. They might be this, maybe a step below. But, uh, you know, what what makes up a great rushing attack is that offensive line. They're, they're going to be accounting for, you know, anywhere from 65 to 75% of what it is, a, a, you know, a running back can gain. Um, and then, you know, that extra maybe, you know, 30, 30, 25, 30% or whatever is, is on the running back. Um, and a lot of running backs can make up, a, you know, a good at least half of that chunk. And, um, you know, we, we know Nick Chubb has a really excellent vision and has, has a really good job to be able to break out runs and, and break tackles. Um, but a lot of running backs in the NFL can do that. Um, Nick Chubb is just elite at it. So, yeah, ex- the guys that are especially tiered in the same category, these guys, they're going to get the same, you know, very similar production as, as Nick Chubb and Green Hunt. Talking to John Costco on, on the North Arms at Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Um, let's let's get to um, some of the things that uh, that happened uh, during training camp. I know you uh, were out traveling the world, traversing the United States. Um, one of the things that we, we took a look at, um, and one of the things that happened and moved was the uh, Julio Jones moved um, and, and went to Tennessee. Um, that deal happened. 
Um, you know, Tennessee has been probably one of those teams that have been a little bit outside of the top four teams that we people have been mentioning um, with the Kansas City Chiefs, the Cleveland Browns, the Baltimore Ravens, the Buffalo Bills. And then we always throw the Tennessee Titans and then even the um, Indianapolis Colts in there. What do you think uh, Julio Jones at this moment and Julio Jones um, does to propel uh, the Tennessee Titans? And how do you like the move in terms of both for Julio Jones and what this means for him um, in his production and working with Ryan Tannehill? And then also for the Titans, whether or not this is a move that can kind of get them to be propelled into that top, I guess, three or four echelon. Yeah, they it improves their offense from what it was, no doubt about that. They they had lost Corey Davis, uh, they they lost Johnny Smith, uh, they had some shuffling on that offensive line as well. But it, it does move their offense in, the, in a positive direction from what it previously was. I, you know, they they like I said, they lost Johnny Smith, so that's a piece that they're trying to replace with Anthony Ferkster, who really is kind of unproven. He had some, you know, in in his role last year, he was very good, but thrusting him into the number one tight end position. Um, that'll be a leap for him. And, but Julio Jones, he's still an excellent player. He should, still shows when he was healthy. Um, he was you know, a top eight wide receiver in the NFL last year. So um, it does – it opens things up for this offense based on what they previously were. Um, but they, they still have their issues on the back end. They, they made a lot of moves in the, in the secondary. Uh, they released uh, – Oh, who's the guy from USC? Their their cornerback. Um, I'm forgetting his name, but Adoree Jackson. Re- there we go, Adoree Jackson. They released him so they could sign Bud Dupree, who is not a a standalone edge rusher on his own. He needs help around him, and it, there's a big question of whether or not they have that help around him. Um, and so their defense is as a is a big weak spot for them. Um, hoping that you know fairly uh, is is healthy, has, doesn't come back. You know, they, they drafted him in the first round. They, that they hope that he, his back is going to be perfectly healthy for him. That's a, you're asking him to replace a big shoes in Dory Jackson, who was a very, very good player. So um, they, I think that doesn't move them in their rankings or their tier of how good of a team they are, uh, but it does improve their offense from what it was after the offseason moves that they've made, which, you know, to be honest, they, they got worse as, in a, as a whole team this offseason uh, because of all the pieces that they did lose. Yeah, you know, when you look at that, uh, the Tennessee Titans team as a whole, um, you know, Ryan Tannehill, uh, you know, I think he, he do you believe he played over his head a little bit from the, the prior year when um, the Titans were able to go and obviously uh, make their way all the way to the AFC championship game? Do you believe that they kind of overachieved a little bit? And do you think he kind of regressed a little bit last year? Um, and this is an attempt to get him back to to where he was um, prior to uh, you know last year. He started off the season slow, but he did pick it up uh, towards the end of the season. Where you know basically starting with the Cleveland game, and he actually played well in that game. After once the Brown you know had this monster lead, but uh, from that game on, he had uh, you know five games above seventy five in, in a grade, which for you know for a single game that's pretty solid, um, and. He finished the season with a passing grade of an 86.0. Uh, was it as good as you know what how he played in 2019? No, but it wasn't it wasn't a, a liability by any means. But he's not the type that's going to be able to carry your offense um, if there's something lacking in that offense. 
um, there's, it's got to be made up somewhere else. So uh, I, I don't think they, you know, they, they tried to replace, like I said, Corey Davis with Julio Jones. That's an upgrade, but they've also downgraded in some other positions as well, like offensive line and, and tight end. So he's not the type of guy that's going to be, you know, like an Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes or even, even Russell Wilson and Tom Brady, where he's elevating that offense and making them that much better. He was obviously better than a Marcus Mariota when he came in and he's shown that, but he needs more help around him than you know, like those guys to be able to, to get them into that that Super Bowl contention, I would say. And um, is Julio Jones enough? I would say no, uh, but he, it is going to help for sure. Um, you just you're going to have to hope that that offensive line really sticks together. Is you know is able to hold together and, and be healthy this year because they they would lose some good pieces on that. Speaking of another receiver. Um, you know, a, a guy who some people may say has a little more left in the tank is uh, OBJ. Um, looks like he, he's coming back, and and to a lot of people in the media, surprise, uh, he came back into training camp. Looks like he's uh, crisp. It looks like he is ready to to participate in some of the uh, offseason program. Uh, he came back. He participated in uh, individual drills. He caught passes. Uh, from Baker Mayfield, uh, he didn't have a brace on. It didn't look like he was he was limping or anything. Um, you know, are you surprised in, uh, that he was able to come back and and actually participate in the offseason program uh, and look as good as he did? Uh, I, I would say no because I think we know what type of work ethic the guy has. He is he's an extremely hard worker, and I I don't think anybody would would dispute that um, he, he did a lot to do, get himself ready for the, you know, to be good to go this summer. Um, and you're talking about an, a knee injury that happened in October. And especially with the, you know, how, how, you know, we've advanced in terms of ACL tears and, and rehab from that. Um, there is, you know, there's a, there's a lot of, you know, good, you know, progress that's made with that. So I think, I think in terms of was he, was he being as, as healthy and as 100% as he was, maybe a little bit surprised that he was still he still looked really fresh. Um, but at the same time, like the guy, the guy just just grinds and grinds in in the off season. That we've seen that over the years and all with all, all the workout videos he's posted on like Instagram and Twitter and whatnot. But um, I think uh, you know obviously that spells really good things for for him and the Browns moving forward because if he is 100% and healthy and has no issues this year, and he can get on the same page with Baker Mayfield. That's that's arguably one of the biggest additions to an offense this offseason um, in, in the NFL, not just you know just for the Browns or even just the AFC North. So um, him being healthy is, is obviously great signs. Let, let, let's revisit this one. Um, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit, I think, during around the draft time. And you were on the record being like, mm, yeah, bro, uh, he, he's still going to play for the Packers. Then free agency came around. And you're like, mm, he's still going to play for the Packers. OTAs is coming gone, still didn't show up. And you're like, yeah, he's probably going to play for the Packers. Are you? What are your thoughts and chances that he, he actually doesn't play for the Packers? Every every minute that goes by on this, and every day that goes by, the the more likely that it's obviously that Aaron Rodgers is not going to play. The continue more the more that comes out of this, where you know the um, you know 
know, one thing about technology, I'm just going to take a side change here, is that I have AirPods that I use, and they just went in and out of reception. So, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I had to switch to my phone. But um, so every every day that goes by, it sounds like it's less and less likely that Aaron Rodgers is going to be playing for the Packers this season. But I'm still on the on the side that the Packers are going to do whatever it takes to try to make him feel more comfortable about the situation. Um, it, it, the situation essentially is that his feelings are hurt uh, because he wasn't clued in on on their plans, and he wants to be involved on their plans. And you know, you know, you talk about how how he's treated versus say like even an Alex Smith in Kansas City when he was the starting quarterback for them, and they traded up to get Patrick Mahomes. He wasn't blindsided by that move. They he under, They were taught in talks with him throughout the, all the offseason like hey listen we're, we're, we're going to be targeting a quarterback in this draft you know the quarterback for the future and they they well, he was completely involved with that and he understood the what that decision was going to be and that when when it happened and they traded up for Patrick Mahomes he wasn't blindsided by it Aaron Rodgers wasn't filled in on on anything what the Packers were doing that offseason and so when when the you know when the Packers decided to take Jordan Love he was blindsided by that, and his feelings were hurt. And that is where the, this disconnect is all started from. We all know this, but that would be the reason why. He wants to be involved with the, the personnel decisions or at least be told what the plans are. So they've got to be able to figure out a way to make him feel like he's involved with this and make him feel that get, – get him like, hey, you are a part of the plans. We want to keep you here and all that. So I, I'm, I'm, I still think that the Packers are going to make it work because he's still uh, – still, has a number of years left that of good football in him. He just came off the best season of his career. So if the, if the Packers decide to move on from him, they're making a massive mistake because I think this 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 Packers team without Aaron Rodgers is a 500 team, and with Aaron Rodgers, they're they're Super Bowl contenders. So uh, they they've got to be able to make it work. Hey man, I definitely appreciate you as always. Glad that you're back in the building. Uh, thanks for my, so much for your insight, and we'll talk to you again very soon. All right, my pleasure, G. Bush. You have a great rest of your weekend. You too. John Costco, Pro Football Focus on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.